Welcome back to Education Matters New York. I'm your host, Wayne Ackles. Today, we're going to be exploring a new feature that uh, I've added to the podcast called the Listen, Watch, and Read segment. These segments are going to be throughout the summer giving you some suggestions for the summer months, and maybe you won't get to them until after the summer months, but some different uh, ideas for things either to watch, uh, listen to, or read uh, that may help uh, better your teaching, give you a better, you know, a, a more enhanced view of the world, or just in general be entertaining. And uh, so I've set aside some today for, I guess I'd call them listens, and these different resources you can find on, on the web, you can probably access them with uh, a smart device like an AliExa, and I have to spell that because I have one that's about uh, a foot away from this microphone, so I don't want her talking back to us right now. Uh, your Google devices, etc. So I'm going to take you through these and where you can find them. And uh, one of the reasons why I recommend them, especially for those of you that are looking for materials or ways to enhance either delivering instruction or ways to enhance reaching your staff on ideas when you're trying to uh, work with staff on say a new initiative and and getting them to see a different perspective for instance so the first one that uh, and I'm a big fan of this show and uh, have been for a long time uh, it's called on the media and it's produced by WNYC studios in New York City uh, it's part of the NPR universe what this show does a really nice job of doing is it examines how the media approaches a variety of current events issues as well as developments in the trends of uh, media, uh, whether it's consolidation or whether it's the movement from, say, newspapers. And this is this is something that has been going on for decades now, the, the movement of newspapers to the the internet and to apps etc also what those trends mean for us especially in a country where we depend on news to make political and economic decisions on a regular basis and as a social studies teacher uh, this was fascinating because this outlet does a really nice job of really taking a hard look at media across the board in terms of its uh, development, how it's approaching news articles. You may, if you listen to the piece that I did on the Uvalde and Buffalo shootings, I mentioned uh, an episode where they talked about how mass shootings uh, are often covered in the media, the the cycle that inevitably happens. And they did a really nice job with that, incorporating um, interviews from other uh, media sources and their own reporting with different experts, etc. And so I, that's one that I really would recommend if you're looking to get a different perspective on media in terms of uh, how it, again, looks at the day-to-day -day life here in America. The next one is a lot of fun for a lot of reasons, and that is Hidden Brain. Hidden Brain is, again, part of the NPR universe. Uh, it recently, I get well, actually, it's been longer than recently. 
and I hadn't even realized it had done this because I listened to it on an NPR station. But uh, it has kind of spun off and then is independent and does its own producing, et cetera now. But fascinating stuff. So Hidden Brain is really an engaging look at different studies that have recently been done around uh, psychology and how the brain works. So not just psychological studies, but neurochemistry, neuroscience. Where I could see someone using this in particular is to engage students about how their own brain works. I often have said that we as educators don't always do a great job of explaining how the brain works to our students before we start teaching them. We just, it's sort of like we we start learning without giving them the owner's manual to their own brain. We may know or remember from our studies, but I think having that insight, that metacognition of how the brain works also helps students when they understand that. And it really has some neat studies that they have done, and it really shed some lights on many of the fables of why people make the decisions that they do, etc. The other reason that uh, I bring this one up is in terms of those of you that are administrators listening to this, sometimes you may hear something on this that may give you a perspective to help show your staff why an approach in education isn't always as sound as one thinks it is. Many times, and I've been there as a building leader, sometimes you need a different voice delivering the same thing that you've been trying to say to help people see where you're going and and why you're trying to get there. And you may not convince everybody using something like Hidden Brain, but it does make for good conversation and help move that conversation in the direction of uh, trying to make a, a move in a different direction, especially in terms of new initiatives or new approaches and, and culture building and those kinds of things. The next one is an old favorite, and this one has been around for a long time. Again, it's part of the NPR universe. You're probably seeing a trend here. This one is called Science Friday. This is also a product of WNYC out of New York, and as it sounds, it's on Fridays on NPR stations. I used to catch it on Friday afternoons when I came home, uh, as I was coming home from work. If I could, especially when I was teaching, I would usually be out early enough to catch it. What is fascinating about this show is the variety of discoveries that. Uh, Science Friday talks about. And these are usually recent discoveries that have been discovered on a variety of topics. And that's what is so neat about it is you might be hearing something about dinosaurs or birds or the universe and astronomy or you name it, including psychology and uh, other neuroscience, and the methodologies as to how those discoveries were made. So it's really a good show not only about the discoveries that have been made, but also how the science happens. Because that's something I think it's 
could be very helpful when you're working with students to see, show them that this is how the scientific method is used uh, on you know any number of different different topics relating to science or social science for that matter. Also, uh, one of its claimed fames is that this the show was spotlighted on the Big Bang Theory. There was an episode where the host, Ira Flato, uh, interviews one of the characters on Science Friday. So that's also kind of fun to check out this NPR host on, on this very popular television show. And the final one that uh, I'll leave you with is the TED Radio Hour. And again, this is also something that's part of the NPR universe. And all of these are very easy to find if you just type in, whether it's on the media, Hidden Brain, Science Friday, or the TED Radio Hour. They will come up very quickly in a, in a typical uh, internet search. The nice thing with the TED Radio Hour, and I really appreciate the direction that this show takes because many of us have listened to different TED Talks over the years or had TED Talks recommended to us. But what is nice about the TED Radio Hour is that NPR, the NPR hosts that look at this will find a topic and find not just one TED Talk, but sometimes multiple TED Talks on a topic and then interview those subjects that gave the TED Talk. And they give you some bite-sized overviews of those TED Talks so that if you decide to go back and really want to explore them in depth, you have that option. And sometimes it's also, it might just be one person from a TED Talk on a particular topic. And it really, I found that uh, when I was trying to find information uh, whether it was for the classroom or if I was trying to find some information that I thought I might share with faculty on a particular topic, you know, that piece of having that broken down a little bit and a variety of perspectives and the high points of a TED Talk so that you can decide for yourself whether you want to engage in the whole TED Talk is is really helpful. Because many times in the TED Talks, and not to, to take away from any particular TED Talk, but sometimes the uh, buildup to the punchline, if you will, to the discovery uh, is longer than you want to spend. And they start, you know, a speaker may talk about their background and and sometimes that leads to the discovery, and sometimes it's just anecdotal to bring the crowd with them. We all are under time restraints, and sometimes it's nice to be able to say, okay, here are the high points, and now I, I can look for those within a TED Talk. So I, the TED Radio Hour is definitely one that I would recommend. And so that is it for this week's episode of Education Matters. Uh, we shall have uh, some more speakers, guests in a couple of weeks. Um, this week I have to take the show on hiatus again, and it may be a week and a half or so because I have some uh, business commitments that will take me out of town. Uh, so that will create a little gap in our production schedule. But uh, I hope those of you that are in education are enjoying the summer and the chance to recoup and recover. Those of you that are not in education, well, I hope you're enjoying these exposures to the world of education as well. 
This has been Education Matters New York. I'm your host, Wayne Ackles, and this is a Fat Wolverine Productions. Take care and have a great rest of the week. Thank you.